Hello and welcome to Disruptive Intent. So this week for episode number 11, I've sat down with a guy called Jonathan Ferrara, Jono. So just like I said, I've started following him on social media and grown a liking to his content and what he had to offer on social media. And he actually contributed a hell of a lot to my field with a ton of inspiration on my content. So without me blabbering on furthermore, let's get to know Jonathan Ferrara. Okay, um, yeah, let's start off. As I said, I've um, I extended the invite to you to be on episode 11 of the Disruptive Intent podcast. Um, it's just a podcast where I sit and chat with awesome people that I found on the internet, people that I think um, will influence me and people's work and so on that I find interesting. So I saw your work from the Red Bull uh, Photography Academy and yeah. um, I started started following you and enjoying your content and stuff like that and I thought you know what maybe I, I think I need to know, get to know Jono a bit more in my accident tell my audience who you are shot did thank you so much <laughs> so um, let's start off the bat for the people that are, that do not follow you and do not know who you are elevator pitch who is Jonathan Ferrara <laughs> elevator pitch uh, I am by jono.ca.za um, I do a lot of content for Red Bull South Africa. Um, I also do a lot of content for Mobile Media Mob, which means I do a lot of work with Woolworths and Puma. Um, and I've been very fortunate in that since I moved to Cape Town. Um, I've had some a very good network of support through those sort of like big names. Yeah. Uh, and that's managed to sort of uh, keep me afloat, let's call it. Yeah. <laughs> well it's it's it, you've just sustained a living through this, so it must have been yeah. it must have been worth it at the end. <laughs> yeah. I mean I so, started out as a as a club photographer, so uh, I've sort of uh, I've cut my teeth on uh dirty clubs and sticky floors. Oh, nice. Well, I was actually about to ask that. As I said, where did it all start off? Like a young guy from Gray, uh, I think you you, would, you went to Gray College, correct? Yeah. Uh, uh, you started off with Gray. Yeah. And, yeah. So I, uh, after school, went and took a, took a gap year, went to summer camp. Um, I decided that that was the, the best solution because I couldn't decide what I wanted to do. And uh then got it in my head that I wanted to do graphic design, came back, okay. left graphic design, started working for uh, Stir Kinical Gaming, and they were um, the company that was distributing PlayStation at the time. Yeah, yeah. I worked for them for a while, and then uh, I got retrenched and bought a camera, and I was like, well, let's, uh, let's try and document the the nightlife in Port Elizabeth it wasn't uh, much of a nightlife, but uh, <laughs> it was enough yeah. of a nightlife um, for me to actually to actually document and that was cool and that's also how I like I met a lot of the bands and a lot of the music dudes was through their tours and stuff like that and being able to shoot them okay so so you just basically oh, I said as a as a as an interest started taking the photos and working your way up and getting to know the people and stuff like that and so um, what what any interesting uh, events and stuff have you covered with uh, what, what places has your camera taken you in the past uh, in the past few years yeah um, there've been a couple highlights mm-hmm. um, I was official photographer for uh, Ramfest for a year at one point, so, when they were doing the, the, cool. the national tour, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I got to meet Bring Me the Horizon. Got to meet oh. uh, Tim from Rise Against. Um, I've shot Deftones. I've uh, been able to shoot at Rockin' the Daisies a couple times. I've shot Opie Copy a couple times. Um, 
I've just had a lot of I've had a lot of positive support uh, for my event work, which is which has been amazing because it's also yeah. meant that um, I've been afforded the opportunity to travel a little bit. So I got to go to Amsterdam with Das Kapital for ADE oh, and cool. we got to, like tour a little bit for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also done a lot of um, a lot of tours with like PH Fat. Um, they've been they've been really cool and really good to me. Um, so yeah. That's that's been the best thing, but I mean, I think my favorite my favorite trips with my camera have been the ones that I've taken myself on. Oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so Paris, Russia, and Vienna were cool because it was just it was me going to hang out with my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, and um, sort of just exploring those cities, just taking your camera and being like, okay, yeah. what like what do you shoot here that's not on Google Maps? You know what I mean? Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah that's actually a cool outlay to have it. And I think that that, that goes through all your work because you, you look at your stuff that you shoot and you can't find it anywhere else. That's what makes it so cool. And that's what inspires me in, in your photography side because it, oh, it's, like I said, in, and also all your other content. Like I said, the photography always, um, well, from the looks of things, it leads as way to you creating other content like your the articles that you write and stuff like you that in, in that yeah. sense that you do which 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 helps so would you say your main focus is the photography side or which is your favorite from all the like the gaming side of the video and all that what what is your what is your like the the, the first if you had to choose a project what would be the first source and then thereafter everything else follows um at the moment the way that Sort of, so I don't really shoot nightlife anymore. I don't shoot clubs that much. Yeah. Um, but where the scene is moving now with the rise of esports globally, like the, it becoming yeah. not just more popular but more recognized. Um, for, for me, the ideal project would be to shoot something esports related. Like I would love to have like a, a team to look after and be like, cool, uh, you, you yeah. need to go to shoot portraits of these guys, like generate content yeah, for yeah. them, like make some cool shit, which is what I have done in South Africa. Yeah. I got, I was afforded the opportunity through um, Good Game Well Played. We went and did some stuff for Debonairs and we okay. shot with like Goliath Gaming and Ikasi and Big Five um, and White Rabbits. So we got to do that, but I would... Yeah. I, almost like you know, like being like being a band photographer and having your mm-hmm. artist. I would yeah, love to would. like have a team and be like, hey, that's my team. Like you know, yeah, yeah. I, I curated their image. That's that's pretty cool, yeah. actually. But so, but it's still, it's not only photography focused. So you don't yeah. only just want to walk with your camera and document the whole thing. You want to create their content. You want to create their yeah. social media presence and all that. So is that is that your focus? Has that been your focus uh, ever since, like for always, or uh, like said, what? How has that come about? Is it just the graphic design background, or how's that yeah. flow? I think just having that. Uh sort of having that the eye for the aesthetic mm-hmm. um, I used to design posters for a band in Port Elizabeth called Guns and Lasers and we used to mm-hmm. th- we used to throw parties because nobody wanted to book the band so we used <laughs> to just book our own freaking parties and like make play the music we wanted to hear mm-hmm. um, and just because of that it's I think it's a natural inclination to want to sort of control what you put out in a way. Um, And obviously when social media came around, I don't think any of us knew that it would become such a, so deeply rooted in our everyday 
sort of what's going on. Yeah, exactly. As I said, people are moving more and more towards any any form of content is on their phone. You hardly hear anyone say, have you seen that ad on, on the TV? And yeah. then that ad was sent to one on the YouTube app they have on their smart <laughs> yeah. TV. <laughs> yeah, so exactly that. You, you don't see that anymore. And we like even a simple example, like used to have these uh, like five minutes ads or three minute ads on TV itself. Now it's like a five second ad before someone clicks the yeah, skip button. Yeah, click next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like yeah. the whole content thing has changed and I think that's a, that's a great way and I think that's what, what, what the side of you that inspired me because I thought okay cool I'm going to 100% focus on the photography side but then it's more of a content creation uh, the job and that and then I'm trying to expand my realm in that yeah. sense and so because if you've got if you have even if you focus on, on, on photography you still know how to shoot something to make it into something that you can put on an IG story or you can put yeah. on a Facebook ad or something like that so if you work for a customer or whatever then you can say okay you know what we need to shoot it like this so it will work for these platforms and I think that's changed uh, would you say so I said you're you coming from not pre-social media but at the beginning of social media to now has helped you in that sense to see how it has evolved and maybe kind of know where it's going or um, it's I, I think it's just been a bit of a wild ride because coming from I saw a quote the other day that said you're either pre-algorithm or post-algorithm mm. and it's it's like one of those things where you're like fuck that's true yeah, Damn yeah. It. <laughs> oh. um, and I was very fortunate in that when I was doing it you could do like the most basic thing like tagging people in your photos that was a hack that yeah. followers because people were like oh shit this person takes yeah. photos like obviously I want to see more so I'll yeah. follow um, and that helped a lot but being in Port Elizabeth I sort of there was like a, a glass ceiling so when I got to like 4,000 it was like yeah. that's it that's what you've got uh, you've got the 4,000 yeah. now where mm-hmm. I was watching my friends and the guys I was looking up to here in Cape Town and they were doing going like yeah. 9, 10, 15,000 yeah. and I was like oh okay well Maybe and then then that's when you start having those moments of self doubt where you're like, yeah. shit, is my work not good enough? Like, is it <laughs> is that what it is? But then you've got to sort of ground yourself and be like, dude, you're shooting parties in Port Elizabeth. Nobody in Cape Town wants to see PE kids. Exactly. Having, yeah. <laughs> having a good time. So yeah. Um, but I, I think that it's tricky with trying to predict where social media goes because I think a lot of yeah. the, I think a lot of the companies try and surprise us to keep things interesting. So, mm-hmm. like, not, you know, like, I don't even, like, TikTok came out. I was like, what the hell is TikTok? Yeah, exactly. As far yeah. as I knew, it was like a miming app. Mm-hmm. And then when I looked at it, I was like, oh, shit, this is actually replaced Vine. Like, Yeah, true. They used to love Vine, you know what I mean? Like, it's that kind of thing. <laughs> so, I think in, in predicting it, I'm, mm. I'm happy to let it, like, let it lead yeah. me a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been really interesting sort of seeing how we've gotten to where we are now. Exactly. And I think um, us being in South Africa and always being that tad bit behind, I'm not saying like we've recently caught up a hell of a lot with with, with our content and and how we absorb content as well. But we always like the the, like the European and American countries always having that little bit of an edge on us, I think gives us that little bit of a lean way that we can we can be led a little bit by them and we still be ahead of the curve in in that sense in South Africa. Um, But so you saying you're 
overall move from PE to Durban was one of the, like I said, those crucial steps elevating from 4,000, escalating your, your content to, to what next level. But what what influence or what, what aspects do you think of the environment changed from PE to Cape Town that, that led to this growth? Um, so with, with Cape Town, I mean, when I was in PE, I just mm-hmm. got to a point where the, I was um, personally stifled. I just okay. couldn't, I, I wasn't doing anything that, like I had started an events company with a friend um, yeah. and things had gotten a little bit weird and I eventually bowed out of that to focus more on my work and I moved to Cape Town with on the auspice that I was going to stay here until I ran out of money. Okay. Um, I haven't run out of money, which is why I'm still here. Um, <laughs> but what changed in Cape Town is that your your access to international brands is just so much easier. Like it's not a, it's not a case of like PE is not cool. I make that yeah. joke a lot. I'm, a lot of times I'm like, PE is so cuck. Like, Oh my God, yeah. Gareth Cliff is right. Where he, I, you know, he's not right. It's not cuck. It's just, <laughs> it's just that the LSM is so much lower. So okay. in Cape town where people have a lot of, um, what do you, what do you call it? Uh, sort of like, money to spend they have a lot of like mm-hmm. that kind of you know cash yeah, they can disposable spend. income basically yeah, yeah that's it disposable income so there's a lot more places to eat out there's a lot more places mm-hmm. to go and have coffee there's a lot more places to go and like hang out with your friends and that kind of thing also yeah. PE was built on like a, a siege city plan so our whole yeah. beachfront has a freeway on it yeah where, like, <laughs> in Cape Town you can be like oh I'm gonna go down to the beachfront and actually enjoy the view you know what I mean yeah, so, yeah true true where in, I think oh, I think all of those factors sort of contribute, mm. and eventually they sort of. Uh, if you don't watch it, it drags you down a little bit. Okay. Uh, because as small as Port Elizabeth was, I even had issues where dudes were trying to scalp jobs from me, and I was like, first off, these yeah. are my clients. My clients yeah. are telling me that you're scalping me, mm. so now I know that you're an asshole. Which means I'm yeah, never yeah. going to work. Like I'm never ever going to send you work because I know what your sort of mo is. Exactly. Um, and all of that stuff just sort of like it. It got in my head, and I was like, "Sick, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to break the mold. I'm going to go to Cape Town for a bit. Like it can't hurt to go to Cape yeah, Town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think it's with anything. Like if you had to move from like Somerset West to Cape Town, a lot of my friends, like the the really good cinematographers, are dudes who are like they come from Somerset West, or mm. you know, they come from these let's call them like small like towns yeah, um, yeah. and then they come to Cape Town and it's, it's just like this room to breathe and stretch your legs and, and you can run with it. Not yeah. to say that you can't stay in Somerset West and do that. It's just yeah, that yeah, it's all good. walking down the road. Yeah. You could bump into freaking Hexy fit kit and the next thing you're shooting Puma, you know what I mean? Like it's one of those <laughs> true, kind of true. situations. I see. Yeah. No, but that's cool. Like I said, that's the, I had just this discussion with one of my mates as well. Like I said, being in, in, in Cape Town as, as per se, like I said, there's such a different vibe to Pretoria and Joburg. We're still busy here and there's still like a whole lot of vibe, but Cape Town has got a whole different scene to it. It's like yeah. they're, uh, in, in my 
my sense is Cape Town is that little bit ahead in, in, in the whole content thing. It's like I said, they get the whole, it sounds cliche to say, but it's that whole hipster type vibe and stuff like that. In Joburg, where it's, it's still frowned upon to kind of say, but it's, they're slowly catching on. And the groups that do catch on to that vibe is, is a minute group. And uh, that's not enough to, to like I said, it, you still get that glass ceiling. And, and I think for, for content creators and stuff like that, I think Cape Town is the place to be. Even if you just, like you said, spend some time there, learn a hell of a lot, and then take that knowledge and move somewhere else yeah. or go somewhere go else to, to, to yeah. experience yeah. Yeah. And, and, and get that get that knowledge going. Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. I mean, I, I, I while Cape Town is maybe, um, it, it might look like Cape Town's ahead. Mm-hmm. But I really do think that there are dudes in Joburg and Pretoria that are also, in their own way, sort of yeah. leading the industry. Um, I think what sometimes gets overlooked is that as much as we make fun of like, oh, Cape Town has the fucking mountain, it's like mm. Cape Town does have a lot of beautiful landscape. Yeah, so true. when people are like, yo, do you want to come shoot in Brom or mm. do you want to come shoot here in Musenberg? It's like, yeah, are going to go to the beach where the colorful houses are? That's yeah, that's where we're taking exactly. our clients. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's sometimes that stuff as well. But there is also a really, really big if you look at like um like Black Sales was filmed out here, the last two seasons of Doctor Who were filmed out here. Um, there is a massive film industry in Cape Town. Exactly, so I think yeah. that also lends itself to those sort of like when dudes get tax cuts and stuff and they can come film here. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. let's actually go to Cape Town. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah just, even even some of the some of the guys like international, I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast and the guys yeah. that he has on, if they speak about South Africa, they speak about Cape Town. They don't speak about Johannesburg and that they do, but in a very bad light. So it's like they yeah. will go to Cape Town and, and and I was um, interviewing another guy called Andreas Backerud. He's a um, rallycross uh, driver. And he was saying how amazing Cape Town is. They said, like, he, he thinks that Africa is amazing because he's yeah. been to Cape Town. And I told him, no, 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 you should come up to, jo- to Johannesburg yeah. and Pretoria. Come and see this part of the world. You won't be that impressed. But Just come still, check it out. Still, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just try and like maybe avoid a hijacking or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just, just be safe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. I just and it was actually a funny part. Um, what's his name? Uh, a big comedian. Um, he's like a, um, I think it's a trans transvestite comedian. But he did some marathon, and he was going to, running to the union buildings. And his agents and people told him, "You not coming? You not driving there? Like not running there? We'll pick you up in a car. We'll drive you through this area in Joburg and Pretoria, and then drop you off, and then you could run the last bit." And I said, "How scary is that?" And Cape Town, they didn't like so they didn't give a crap yeah. they just said no cool you can just enjoy yourself and go be free and whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> but okay, more that more in, in in going into the future like where do you see your content and that now developing or do you think you might be at a certain point reached at last ceiling in Cape Town where you think okay no, now I need to move somewhere else or get some experience somewhere else to to get to develop um, I think that that is important Never to like. It's um, personally, it's it's important not to get comfortable mm-hmm. because normally when I get comfortable, I get complacent, and then that when I stop like creating something that's interesting, to, at least to me. Yeah. So normally every year, what I'll do is around September time, I take some time off for myself and I create something just for me. That's not yeah. branded. It's not briefed. Um, 
which is how the the portraits came about with the drawings on the faces. Um, yeah. That was that was like I invited a couple of friends around. And I was like, "Yo, I just want to shoot you against this blind that I've got in the room, um, yeah. and then see where I go from there." Like, I'll work out what I want to do with your portraits. Um, exactly. Yeah. So just bear with me for like six months while I while I work it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's important not just to you don't necessarily have to look at moving away, but you should definitely look at ways that you can expand your skill set. Okay. With within the industry. Yeah. So, and who are you looking to, or what avenues, and that are you looking to 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 do that for yourself? Like you said, you take take that time off to focus on a, like a passion project to try and develop your yourself, and that's it. But who are you looking to for that inspiration and 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 guidance to to go to? Um, I'm very very blessed in that I have uh, some really really good workmates okay. uh so Pumalelo mark to who um Maktu, who <laughs> lives in joburg uh tyrone bradley wayne reich craig Kaleski, who is the like the main dude for red bull um okay. as well as people like uh gabriella Achadinha, like um rizka barnes they're all photographers who are like undeniably at the peak of their craft. Yes, yes. So it's always nice to look at other people's work and go, shit, like I want to shoot like that. You know what I mean? Like, let me, let me like speak to them. Let me befriend them or like at least try and emulate that. Let me see if I can do that for a moment. Um, but internationally, I normally spend a lot of time on Behance, um, the, even the Procreate website, which is the the iPad app that you can draw with. Uh, yeah. um, it's just a lot. I like ever since I was a kid, I've always looked at a lot of stuff. I've always had a scrapbook, um, which I've scrapbooks, which I've since thrown away. Thank, thankfully, <laughs> my mom. My mom will probably sigh. She'll be like, oh, "All those boobs." Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's. I, I mean, I'm. I'm it's difficult. Like in the when when I was a kid, it was like yeah, you see something like a million images a year or something like that, yeah. which is a crazy number to th- like try and comprehend what you're seeing. Exactly. Yeah, the it's amount like of data you get. Yeah. Yeah. And now now that your TV is in your hand, mm. it's there all the time. Exactly. So you're seeing it all the time. And like mm. people often complain, like, oh, I'm just mindlessly scrolling on Instagram or I'm just mindlessly scrolling through Facebook. Yeah. And that's where it becomes important. So like, okay, but then don't mindlessly do it. Mm. Go somewhere that you can sort of um meditate on what you're seeing you know what i mean exactly be be critical about what you're seeing like okay i don't like this because it's out of focus or i do like this oh shit i'm going to try this um it's been a lot of a lot of learning from my peers um and i've been very fortunate in that i was able to attend stuff like the red bull photo academy um which as well like just looking at the stuff that we learned from the from the lecturers who came to speak to us yeah. that like, they've, they have shot lifetimes worth of images. And exactly, I'm like, yeah. wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> like the one dude's portfolio, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm busy updating it. But he's like, yeah, just take a look through this. And I start scrolling yeah. and it was like 700 pages long. I was like, dude, Jeez, yeah. <laughs> first off image selection. But yeah. <laughs> but everything that he's everything that's in his portfolio, it's it's sort of like his. It's not like the portfolio that he would send to clients. It's like his mm-hmm. lifetime portfolio. Oh, so seven hundred pages of 
um, branded work that he'd done in Dubai Jeez. and stuff that he'd done with Shakes yeah. and stuff that he'd done for Red Bull and like, mm. you know, stuff that he'd done for Mercedes and Aston Martin and stuff like that. And it's just like mm. wild, wild things. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's insane. Like I said, that's a, that's a, what I constantly have to remind myself about. Like I said, I've been now actively shooting and photography for just, let's say, two, almost two years now, just over two years. And I'm still in my infancy. I'm still learning. Like I said, every time I pick up my camera, I basically learn something new. And then I see, like, someone like your, if I go to your portfolio or whatever, and I see, yes, like, I, so I, I, why can't I shoot these images? And then he's like, oh, you've been doing it for years. And like you've uh, you've been doing it for eight, what, how many, eight, nine uh, years now? Next, wait, no, this year, this year in October will be ten years. Yeah, exactly. So actually, yeah. you've been doing this for ten years, actively shooting, doing it for a living, and then you can't expect yourself to jump to that level in half the or quarter of the time, and the first time you pick up a camera. So yeah. I think that's it's it's insane. Like I said, all the names that you mentioned now, I'm just gonna like write them down after <laughs> this. It's like, okay, just, I need just to DM me. I'll send you that. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, I think it's um, important though. Don't not not to ever get like uh, disheartened. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of a lot of times I've I've bumped into people and they've been like, oh well, they get like uh, almost confrontational. They get like, oh well, fuck that. Like you know, like never get there. It's like you'll never exactly. get there with that attitude. True, true. Like yeah. you've got to keep going. Like you can't stop halfway. That's that's no way to look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I'm I'm still actually um, like so the first time that I actually got um, a paid gig because I, I my my focus is more on, on, on action action sports photography yeah, and sports. and yes 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 like that type of stuff. And the first time I actually got paid to go and shoot to an event, and I'm sitting there like on Lightroom, scrolling through my photos, and it's like there's some guy that paid me to take these photos. And if you told like five told me five years ago that I would have been a paid photographer, yeah. I'm just like it blows my mind. And then I said, okay, cool, you're moving. Is every time and like I said, uh, if I have a little just the, like I said that meditation self session to evaluate where you are and where are the people that I'm measuring myself up against, where where they are. And um, actually, an interesting question that I thought of now is, you said now be inspired by certain people, right? So at what point do you think it's 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 okay to 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 what extent is it okay to be inspired by them and not copy them, but like steal like an artist type of type of vibe? It's like, uh, what, uh, it's like how far would you would you extend something like that to to say okay cool it's okay to use this guy's fonts or something yeah. stupid like that said well how do you evaluate that and it's not blatantly just copying someone else's work and using yeah. it itself um you know it's always, i think it's always important to remember the <laughs> when i when i started doing posters and stuff for the, the band that I was working with in PE, we used to always yeah. try and remind ourselves that nothing is original. Like everything's been done in some way. Exactly. And it used to make me laugh when I would see, like when I left PE, the, 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 that's, the kids that were shooting after me, it was the, like sort of the rise of like the Insta walk mm-hmm. and all of that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and watching these little squabbles where dudes were like, oh, so you're going to take a portrait of someone's eye and that you're going to, you're going to grade it that way. That's, that's what you're going to do. And I'm like, guys, yeah. if I Google what you are fighting about, I'm going to yeah. find pages, my man. Exactly. So, <laughs> I think it's, um, 
it it's one of those things where you skirt the line of oh you know it's flattery and mm. oh it's insulting um it's important to try and do those things so that you can learn yeah um, exactly but it's also it's as important not to stop there mm. like don't become the guy that copies somebody else become the guy exactly. that goes oh okay i understand now how he shot this Yes, Let me try yes. and implement it in a different way. Oh, I uh, see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I've I've done it where dudes have come and shot at Red Bull Studios, and they'll do something interesting with off-camera lighting. Yeah. Like, oh man, I want to try that too. Mm. I have flashes. I have wireless triggers. Yeah. Like, why am I not trying this? And then doing it, but then incorporating it trying to incorporate it into my style rather than, oh, I'm going to shoot like Wayne shot because mm. Wayne shot this one really good image. I'm going to copy him now because I know That's that if, if he had to come to me and be like, yo, uh, so I just shot this shit like ring light, black background, like, it, you know, it looks exactly like your stuff. Then I'll be like, the fuck guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it is a case where I think don't, don't stop at just mm. succeeding in copying. Try, exactly, and, yeah. try and work out how you're going to implement that skill that you've just acquired by copying into what you do. What you do um, yeah. Keep keep yourself, like, keep learning, you know what I mean? Keep mm-hmm. educating yourself in those ways. Yeah, because yeah, I, I keep on, I've, I've done it now on Instagram where I created a list for myself. If I see an interesting shot, I just tag it and put a, um, add it to a group called Future Shots. So then I go back and I look at that shot and I try and figure out how they did it and how, like I said, um, stupid example is now not, not photo related, but more video related. I was, I'm very fascinated by Edgar Wright's, those cutscenes that he does when he, like someone like your know, hot fuzz for example yeah. where they get ready and they like those oh, yeah, chop yeah. scenes but they and they sound uh, and then rumbles and they, they add and that and i'm thinking cool i can blatantly just copy that it's 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 even it's not it's not easy to copy him to do it like the way he does but to find how he does it and then yeah. refining it and like so, okay you know what my touch is i like to use these sound effects or i like to use these motions instead yeah. of that i'll still use the chop scenes and be inspired by him Exactly. But then, yeah. But then, then still, still add that thing. Yeah. And I think, but I, I think it's a, it's a good way to say it. It's to see it as well. Not that anyone's copying me, but uh, the, 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 hopefully that person sees it as flattery rather than. Yeah. Um, and how, how cool would it actually be if someone that important that you're copying sees your work? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. and and um, I was actually um, I can't remember his, for the life of me can't remember his name now. On the photo academy, you, one of the guys said with you he took a photo of the one motocross guy the the face the helmet and yeah. then he added another photo in the middle of, of his yeah, visor that, that's in Pumalelo okay cool yeah. well I said I, I took a photo like that with one of my mates and I tagged him in the photo and he actually commented on there and said yeah. you know what this is do it more like this focus more on the eyes you want to get that and I said you know what that's so cool that, that the guy yeah. that like I said that's a shot that he did and he figured out and he edited and now he's yeah. giving me advice on that yeah. so that's actually a cool thing about I think the South African guys that are that have reached that level they're not yeah. scared to give their input on, yeah. on one work and they, and and you need to just take it. You need to learn from those guys and yeah. see where you go. I think the thing is also like knowledge is free at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like you can earn yourself a rep as a dude who won't speak to other photographers about how to do stuff yeah, or yeah. 
you can share a little bit of knowledge. And for the most part, like all of the guys that I look up to are, are very forthcoming and, and very um, sociable yeah. when it comes to asking questions and, and that kind of stuff. So I've been, yeah. I've been quite blessed in that regard. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that you had a good experience with him, Pumalelo, because he is yeah. a really nice dude. Yeah. <laughs> now, like I said, all, like I said, I think all that guys, and you were saying about mindlessly scrolling through social media that I've, I've actually actively went now and went to my, who I'm following and see, but what contribution would that person make to my feed? Not that I'm saying that I'm better than this person for unfollowing yeah. them, or whatever, but as like I said, their content, is it like, a, is it this chick with that just post 10,000 selfies of herself in five different angles in front of the same window or is it actually someone creating something that can inspire me because if I'm like I said the the amount of time we spend on our phones these days and that's where you get your inspiration from it's like if you won't learn anything if you keep on following people that it's not gonna not gonna inspire you yeah Um, and I think that's key and I think that's the whole thing why I started this podcast as well so not to only follow you on Instagram and your YouTube and like have a ton of laughs on your YouTube videos and seeing eating bunny chows and <laughs> but but being inspired by that content to to, to do it on myself to to do this podcast to yeah. create videos and stuff like that because I was saying to myself um, I get these opportunities even if it's passion projects or just calling up a mate and doing photo shoots it takes me zero effort to just take a GoPro along and record the thing edit a quick video and upload it to YouTube and then yeah. boom there's an extra piece of content that and another angle that I can learn from which is awesome yeah. and that's also again it sounds like I'm like you're the inspiration of my life but you inspired <laughs> me to do that because like I said that's it's just using the YouTube channel and to to your advantage like I said yeah. then one person that might be able to book you for a photo shoot sees that video on YouTube and then boom you've got another yeah. deal another project that you can shoot with that's it which is awesome awesome dude I'm, I'm glad that you. Uh, I'm glad that you got that from eating buddy chow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I said, even the even the gaming side. Um, I um, had a PlayStation for a long time, and eventually it was a distraction. And and I sort of I, I need to focus on my work and stuff like that. So I saw the thing, but now I said that's actually another piece of content. I can yeah. spend an hour relaxing playing games and upload it to Twitch or stream it live on Twitch, and that's yeah. even more content that goes out there, which which entail help you and um, I was always always joking if uh, you were talking about esports earlier if I told my mom uh, I told my mom the other day it's like if she could just let me play continue playing games I would have been a lot better I could have done yeah. it for a living and on, they were like, yeah. it's like yeah ma <laughs> but anyway but uh, dude thank you for taking the time um, out of your uh, busy day and that to to sit and chat with me and um, like I said just me to pick your brain about uh, like said, who you are and your photography Pleasure. and the content Thank creation. You. Yeah, it's really awesome chatting to you, man. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kev. I really appreciate it. I know that it's um, we, we're a bit spoiled for choice for who we can have as guests on these kind of things. So I'm really stoked <laughs> that you're going to come and have a chat, man. Appreciate no, it. No problem, dude. Um, just for the people that are listening and do want to follow you, um, just yeah, you can plug all your social media and so on, so people can do can can find you online and see what you're all about. Sure, dude. It's uh, it's at B Y J O N O on pretty much everything. Mm. Um, Instagram, Twitter. If you're looking for me on YouTube, that'll probably pop up anyway. So yeah. yeah. 
but it's uh, I've, I've tried to keep them all the same, so they're easy to find. <laughs> easy to find. Awesome, dude. Yeah. But again, thank you very much, Phil, for the time. And like I said, yeah, if you guys are new listening, follow, follow the guy. He's a real awesome guy, character online to follow, and he would contribute to your feed on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Shut, Gabe. Thank you. Awesome, man. Cool. Cool, dude. Awesome. Like I said, it was an amazing chat. Amazing getting to know a bit more about the guy that I started following on social media. If you guys do want to follow Jono on any social media platform, like he said, just search for by Jono. Go to his website by Jono.co.za and check the show notes. I'll leave the links to all his social media on there if you do guys do want to follow him. And uh, like I said, if you do like the podcast and you enjoy what you've listened to and you have recommendations for other guests, um, let me know. Subscribe to the podcast, send me a message, see maybe I can get the person that you want me to chat to on the podcast. Cool. So I'll see you guys in episode number 11.